Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. Hey, happy Star Wars Day, Stephanie. May the fourth be with you. That's right. And I know people are tired of hearing that, but oh. I thought I'd be the first one to get that on the air. You am say I it. the first one to get that on the air for Newhoff Studio? I am the first. Wow. Okay. Today. Today. Okay. Well, hey, we're going to do the show a little different. Normally, you and I chit chat for a right. couple segments right. and we bring the guest in at 8 30, but we are blessed to have in studio mm-hmm. with us Monica Allen. Stephanie? Yeah. She's your neighbor. She's introduce, my next. Introduce your neighbor. <laughs> Monica is my next door neighbor. How long? I don't know how many years we've known each other. Probably over 20 years. A long time. But you're such a busy woman, and I hardly ever get to see you. So we've been chatting it up here the, these yeah. few minutes, yeah. you know, catching up on what's I've going on in it. life. I've enjoyed it. I've learned a lot. <laughs> what have you learned? Well, I, I won't say on the, oh, okay. the air, okay. but I mean, I mean, it's all good. But yeah, <laughs> right. you know, personal stuff. Right. So yeah. Well, not only are we friends, but Monica, you are um, a professional. I mean, you're a nurse practitioner. Um, you've had a long career with the... The Veterans Administration, um, that's been really your whole career, right? Right. Is nursing and um, doctoring at the VA. But you have um, since moved into a new role, kind of retired from the VA and now in a new position. But let's let's go back. And before we get into all the new stuff, let's kind of hear your story. And tell us about how you started a family at an early age and some of the challenges that you faced. I sure will. Mm-hmm. Hey, one thing before we get started mm-hmm. is I just want to mention this to you that Stephanie really a long time ago was instrumental in helping me worship God mm-hmm. with music. Mm-hmm. And I always be grateful to you for oh, that. Thanks. Um, I started, let's just say I have a fascination for numbers <laughs> and I started um, the picture of my life, a summary early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a baby at the age of 16 called a teenage pregnancy, Mm -hmm. baby out of wedlock. Mm -hmm. I was not married. And then when I was 18, my father dies unexpectedly at the age of 44 of a heart attack. Oh, wow. He was helping somebody in the General Motors plant, and it just happened that, that, you know, quick and sudden. Mm -hmm. So at age 22, I'm going through a divorce that I did not want. I was Catholic. Um, That doesn't go together, those two words. Mm -hmm. And I find out that baby number two is on the way. Mm. So although I like numbers a lot, let's just say they were stacked against me Mm -hmm. because less than 2% of teen moms actually earn a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you did, though. I did. Yep. Your your mom helped you. Significantly. My mom was instrumental really in me being where I am mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad died young and my mm-hmm. mom took on the mm-hmm. role of both mother and father. Mm-hmm. And, and she, grandma. Yes, and biggest babysitter. <laughs> right. And that was really, she was the gifted at babysitting mm-hmm. and that really mm-hmm. freed me up to chase some dreams. Yeah, so not only did you graduate from high school, but you went to college. Tell us about your education. And I know that you really stress education. I do stress education. I feel like any degree you can get is great, Mm -hmm. uh, that you'll use it in some capacity. But I also don't stress getting in a ton of debt with education. Right, right. I do not like debt. And Mm -hmm. you'll see that as we talk. Mm -hmm. Um, I got my first, I became an RN, Mm -hmm. thought I was going to be a cardiology nurse because my dad, of course, had Mm -hmm. the heart attack. Mm -hmm. Mental health caught my eye. Mm -hmm. And I went into the mental health field as an RN. Mm -hmm. Then I got a degree 
very soon after that in psychiatric nurse practitioner Mm -hmm. and loved it. Mm -hmm. And then when I was at the VA about 1997, they thought they were going to get rid of psychiatry Mm -hmm. and they wanted me to go back to become a medical nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. They sent me back, paid me my salary while I was going to school, which I love to go to school. Ask my kids. (laughs) I love just going on a college campus. I'll hold my hands in the air and just say, I'm just sinking in the knowledge. I'm sinking. So I I got that degree. And then later on, just here recently, Mm -hmm. I had a degree or I had a job at the VA that I loved and I thought I was going to be there maybe three to five years long longer. Mm-hmm. And um, so I re-upped that psych degree and it was one of the hardest years of my life, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. full-time school, full-time work, mm-hmm. um, doing clinicals. And the, that year was a little bit of a blur. Yeah. After that, mm-hmm. doors shut at the VA mm-hmm. and okay. doors opened for me elsewhere. And I am lucky enough to be able to pursue a passion. Mm-hmm. And that's what I chose to do. I took a jump. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into that, the details of the jump, I want I want you to tell us how did your early years of parenting form your belief system about money? I, I remember you personally telling me the story about Little Caesars pizza. Isn't that right? Wasn't it Little Caesars? I don't remember if it was Little Caesars or not, but <laughs> I thought it was. There was was it the time that I couldn't afford a pizza? Right. Yes. Yeah. So I thought, oh, so many times you have memories that you might not even remember. And I encourage people to try to remember those memories Mm -hmm. because it has a lot to do with our relationship with money. Mm -hmm. It really Mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. So you're a young mom, single mom with two kids. Yep. Yeah. Can't afford a pizza. And that is it for me. I um, decided at that time, I'm going to read everything I can get my hands on. Uh, You can always throw a frozen pizza in, but when you worked hard, (laughs) sometimes ordering a pizza for back then was just 20 bucks, you know, but you don't have the money without getting into measly savings accounts. And I just decided that's it. Enough is enough. And it changed for me. And what I love about that is there are people in this community right now that they're living that. Mm -hmm. Right. They're they're single. They don't want to be single. They've got kids. They're wondering, is there any hope? And I think for a lot of them, they're probably saying there is no hope. This is a hopeless situation. What would you say to that? I say there is always hope, but right now it looks grim. Hmm. I will agree with you. I have never seen the cost of eating out so Hmm. much. And our society, we got into such a habit of eating out that it's hard to step back away from that. Everything's went up. Uh, We know you know how many mothers left the workplace during mm-hmm. COVID? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. There was already debt hanging around on credit cards. Right. But I want to tell you that there is definitely hope. Yeah. There's hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just have to do things differently if you want something different. Right. Right. Well, we're going to get into that in the yeah. next segment yep. because you've written yep. a book about money. But yep. I want to keep this conversation going about t- talk about your time at the VA and how it molded you into the practitioner you are today. You were there for over 30 years. Is right. That right. Correct. 30 years at the VA. Um, so how did that, you know, working there mold you into this almost new position that you're in now? Talk about that a little bit. The VA has definitely, definitely mm-hmm. shaped me. And I love the VA. And really, it's afforded me the opportunity to get my kids through college, mm-hmm. to yeah. mm-hmm. pay off my home, to you know, mm-hmm. get them all braces and all those important mm-hmm. things that you do. Mm-hmm. I always consider myself this at the VA, Walmart. And I told, uh, you can ask any nurse or secretary that I ever walk, worked with, I said, I'm Walmart. I'm one-stop shopping right here. Okay. I was in uh, everything, dermatology, urgent care, cardiology, mm-hmm. psychiatry. I did it all. Mm-hmm. I loved it all mm-hmm. after a few months 
uh, some jobs I didn't love as much as others at first. And so when the person came to see me, I treated the whole person. Mm -hmm. And that even had to do with things that were not necessarily medical, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot spiritual. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that got me into a little bit of trouble because Mm -hmm. it doesn't work so well with the government. (laughs) Right, right. But it never got me in enough trouble that it deterred me from doing what my mission was Mm -hmm. to do. I saw on on social media a veteran recently wrote, oh, Monica saved my life and Monica has helped me so much. And I don't think that he meant uh, necessarily um, physically. Right. And I I know you, you have gotten in your car and you've gone and taken groceries and (laughs) furnished houses for people who are struggling. And so I know that your heart is more than just providing a prescription for someone or helping them with a diagnosis. You really do care and love the whole person. You love veterans. I do love that. My dad was a vet. You were the one that told me, get your dad to the VA. He had right. never really he had never really gone to the VA and, and utilized the service serv- services there. And you were the one that said, get him there. And we did. So I, I appreciate that. Thank You're you. Welcome. Yeah. So now what did, let's talk about COVID. What did it do to the field of medical providers and women in particular? You you briefly mentioned that a lot of moms left the workforce. Right. But in the medical field, is that what happened? I think COVID took a toll on everyone. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everybody has yeah. a story yeah. about COVID. Yeah. Um, it did something to all of us. Mm-hmm. But as healthcare workers, we had finally met our match. Mm-hmm. We had before been able, no matter what the disease was, I was working when AIDS came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, HIV mm-hmm. was rampant. We could protect ourselves. We could garb up and we felt protected. Mm-hmm. But that was not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. And now people that went into medical that had a caring heart, it could actually kill kill you. Mm-hmm. And I worked on a COVID ward and I saw that happen. I saw mm-hmm. people that looked just like me. Mm-hmm. They didn't have these other things, their lungs were ruined and people died. Mm -hmm. And so that uh, helped a lot of people leave the workplace and get out of medicine Mm -hmm. because it finally took on a new meeting that this was death. You could bring it back to your grandparents Mm -hmm. or your kids Mm -hmm. and it might cause their death. Mm -hmm. But besides even in medical care, we know that nearly 3.5 million mothers left the workplace during COVID to care for those school-aged children Mm -hmm. that were being told to stay home Mm -hmm. and learn. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many have not returned. And Mm -hmm. you'll you'll realize that even when you just go out to eat Mm -hmm. and there's not enough workers Mm -hmm. anywhere. There's not enough workers to stock shelves. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they went home. I don't think they've necessarily returned. Mm -hmm. Many people used to hold two or three jobs. They're not doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, our economy is suffering because of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talk to any business owner and they'd give a giant amen right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, do we want to go to break and come back and, or do you you have another question you want to ask before we go to break? Let me ask you one more question and then we'll we'll go to break and get into more of your, your book writing experience. But why a shift from a traditional medical job, like where you, you know, went and you were like in the cardiology department or you were in the psych department. Why a shift to one that's more suited for the whole patient, which does include that mental health support, which is where you're working now. Tell us where you're you're working now. You've retired from the VA and now where are you? I'm at Smart Health and Wellness. We just moved to quadruple the facility at 735 North Logan in Danville. And we are definitely one stop. I am there Tuesdays and Thursdays and I do mental health. I thought oh, I was no. I thought I was going to do everything, yeah. but there's such a need for mental health. Mm. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. And then my partner, Caitlin Smart, she runs the joint and keeps us all in order. <laughs> okay. She specializes in weight loss, 
men's hormone replacement and primary care. And then we have a health coach, Jen, who really, I thought I couldn't learn anything. I thought I was not teachable when it came to diet, exercise, and that sort of stuff. But I had high cholesterol. She helped me with two little tweaks Hmm. because I can't tolerate cholesterol meds. Okay. And 10 pounds down in six weeks. What were the two tweaks? Two tweaks. I can tell you what they are, and she'll be glad to tell you a lot more than that. But one was... I eat a salad every day at lunch, and I, now I pour on protein called hemp seeds, just a tablespoon. Really? Increases it by your protein by three, um, and you know, protein makes you feel fuller longer. Right, right. I have a chocolate right. tooth. Okay, I'm just gonna get <laughs> that out there. You and me there. both. If you mix it with peanut butter, it's yeah, even better. Yeah. But um, I instead kept trying until I found a keto chocolate that I could tolerate. It had to be good. Yeah. And I found one at Sam's Club that's it's a Reese's cup. Now, if yeah. you put it by a Reese's cup, you're not going to yeah. want it maybe, right. but right. if you get used to eating this. And so most days, huh. my chocolate sweet tooth, I cure by With a that. keto chocolate. And yeah. hemp seed. Yes, increasing well, there that protein. You go. There huh. you go. That's, that's it in awesome. a nutshell. That's that, great. That, you know, I'm intrigued by something. I've heard you mention, I think, three times now how you were drawn into the mental health mm-hmm. arena. Why was that? You, you, have you ever pinpointed what it was that drew you to? Because I think that's a huge need right, right. now. We're getting ready to have a mental health awareness mm-hmm. Sunday. Was there one right. thing or a series of events? It was a series of events. But what I like about it is that even in medicine, 90 percent of the people that you treat will give you their answer if you let them talk. Okay. So they will cure themselves, actually, by you letting them talk. And then red flags pop up in the provider's mind, Hmm. and you follow that trail, and you can cure them. Uh, So talking helps a lot of people, and there's tons of people that have nobody to talk to. They don't get a smile from anyone, and they come, and they see us. And just that, being able to talk and vent Hmm. and have a a non-emotional sounding board Hmm can fix your life, can help you fix your life. That's great. I love that's that. That's awesome. Hey, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to hear about this book that's coming out mm-hmm. in, what is that, 12 days? Yeah. 12 <laughs> days. Monica Allen, local author, is with us. It is Thursday, May the 4th. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. 
Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Dreckline. It's Stephanie and Greg, and we're here with my neighbor, Monica Allen. But yeah. she's uh, Covington Day. That's right. That's it's Covington right. Day. But um, I want to follow up on something that you talked about in the last segment. Um, you talked about how providers, if they would listen and let the patient talk, they would hear some red flags that could really help identify maybe what's going on. It seems like providers today, at least in my case, they don't have a lot of time. I mean, they're on a, such a tight schedule, um, maybe because of the lack of providers or just because the a need in our area. I'm not sure why. So talk to me real quickly about that, um, where you're at now at the SMART, what is it, SMART? SMART Health and Wellness. You you guys actually have time to take the time to listen? We take the time to listen, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think that that's important. And it really, I we're trained to cure. Right. And, you know, we have a lot more training than what you can explain to the patient. Right. But the problem is it, you don't have to take a ton of time, but you need to take time right. to hear right. what I've tried, what didn't work for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. what my problem is, mm-hmm. and hear it from the patient's perspective. Many times, if you get the the main problem from the patient, what they want cured, it's not what you want cured at mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. And if you fix that problem, they're totally happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their problem may be different what we from what we think they need. Right. Yeah. And right. that's what we do right. at Smart Health and Wellness. Yeah. And are you accepting new patients? We are. And we're getting two new nurse practitioners coming very soon. One you're going to be very pleased with because she's well known. Mm-hmm. And the other is a new nurse practitioner, but she's going to be doing exactly the same stuff that we're already doing. Huh. So okay, just, good. So if someone needs to contact you, how can they reach out to your? Is, you have a number, or um, we do have a number. It's not number. right on the okay, top of my fine. head, but we you can also get on uh, online uh-huh. smarthealthandwellness.clinic okay. and schedule your own appointment. Okay. It'll oh. walk you right through it. Okay, very so. good. All right, well, let's shift gears a little bit. When did you think about becoming an author? It sounds like you've been busy in the medical field for so long. When did this idea come to you? I'd like to be an author. <laughs> I don't know if it was on my bucket list a long time or not. I just know this. I started off teaching uh, Larry Burkett classes okay. a long time ago right. on money management. And I went through a Dave Ramsey class yes, with you. you did. <laughs> yeah. um, Larry Burkett's classes I loved. Mm-hmm. They were a lot of Bible study through the week mm-hmm. or you couldn't participate. Mm-hmm. So some of the participants maybe if more than a few, mm-hmm. couldn't. Mm-hmm. I went on to Dave Ramsey at the suggestion of somebody at church said, mm-hmm. he's real down to earth. I loved his lesson. But mm-hmm. what I found was some people that were going through the program, they were looking at step eight saying, okay, fund my kid's 529 college plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't afford a pizza last night. Right. That's, and so they would, <laughs> they'd stop. You know, they would stop and uh-huh. say, I can't do this. This is overwhelming. I can't right. get there. Right. And so over the years, as I talked to people, some starting off, I always love to talk to them young, and some already head, headed towards retirement. Mm-hmm. I just figured out if you do these four steps, you're going to be head and shoulders above the rest. So four steps is yeah. what you find in, in your book. Yes. I would say that what makes your book unique from other money issue books. It Some is. of them are like 12-step programs or whatever. Yours is four. That's right. Okay. All right. So apparently this book is geared toward women because of the title. What's the title? The title is Girls Just Want to Have Funds. <laughs> 
It makes me think of Here's what her name is. Cindy Lauper. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So, so are you going to do something with your hair or not? No? I'm going to try. Stay blonde. Listen, I've stayed this way. She was blonde, wasn't she? Well, I yeah. For well, a bright, while. White. But isn't she redhead? Yeah. She's but a redhead now. She went all kinds of colors, Did didn't she? she? I don't know. Yeah. She Purple was coloring her hair before it was cool to color your Probably. hair. Probably. That's right. Probably. Stephanie, right. though, I have the same hairdo forever. <laughs> you, do. you do have the same hairdo. So uh, it's geared toward women, but can the principles be applied to men as well? It certainly so can. So it's not just a woman book yes a girl book it is not just a woman book and one of my favorite reviewers because right now i have about 70 people uh-huh. reviewing it yeah um is my 73 uh, year old male mentor that i oh, have wow. and he said he also didn't think anybody could teach him anything yeah he said this book would be good for a kindergartner clear up through retirement like me and he said he was going to make some changes so wow. that really touched my heart because the book is simple like we're talking right mm-hmm, here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you'll find really funny stories from my life mm-hmm. uh, some of my my kids may not think some of them are funny but they're pretty funny and then real life people throughout the book uh-huh. and it makes it really easy non-judgmental mm-hmm. and says you know do what you can do mm-hmm. for instance if you want to spend 700 bucks a month eating out 500 mm-hmm. bucks a month eating out do it just put it on paper right. and know that you're doing it mm-hmm. and then also look at what you're putting in retirement and you might mm-hmm. say oh i'm eating my retirement right. i don't really want to do that right. Right. right right wow so you said it was simple enough for a kindergarten i mean talk about maybe you've got you've got kids that are having kids and so do I, you know, our, our kids are having babies. And so is this a good time for maybe young parents to start reading, maybe pick up this book, read it and teach these principles to yourself and your spouse, but also your little kids. Yes. You might break them down for little kids, but yes, they're going to love the stories in the book. There's one story and I was on a podcast and all he wanted to do was talk about the van story yeah. and my son, Josh. Okay. And so, you know, it was when he was seven or eight, what yeah. he did. Yeah. And so that was what the whole podcast was on that story. And wow. it really must have affected mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. young man. Well, how have, yeah. how has living by these own principles changed your own life? I mean, I, I've seen, I, I mean, I've seen how you, you've bought a golf cart. You talk about that. You bought a golf cart. You you can take a day off from work and spend it with your grandkids and not worry about, am I going to pay my bills this this week? How has living by these principles changed your life? I think living by the principles I found as I started living by them, I wasn't really giving up that much. Yeah. Maybe soda at yeah. a nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That adds up when you have as many people as you have, like we have in our family right. and they bring friends. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So, We weren't really suffering and we saved and now we Mm. can be more of ourselves. We're free to be more of who we are Mm. and um, not to toot our own horn, but we consider ourselves generous and we're freed up when something touches our heart to give to that cause. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. is priceless because I know many people. They, their heart hurts for others, right. and they want to help others, but they're strapped themselves, and it would really throw them into a bad place to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love the fact that you're talking about the retirement conundrum, because I think there's a lot of people in their 20s and their 30s, they think, man, I'll get down to that mm-hmm. eventually. When mm-hmm. I make more money, then I'll start saving, mm-hmm. and you'll probably never get to that point. You and won't. That's just a great habit mm-hmm. to develop. Mm-hmm. I had a mentor in my life at 22 that just hammered that idea, mm-hmm. and it's been life-changing for us, quite mm-hmm. honestly. The earlier you start, the, the longer the impact will be. And the key word here is yeah. compounding interest. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and and I'm difference. not a finance guy. Right. But, um, you know, if you wait, I, I'm talking to a pastor my age who just got serious about it at 50. Hmm. 
Man, it's almost too late in many ways. Now, it's good that he's doing something now, right. but if he would have started at 25, even with a small amount, it would have mm-hmm. certainly mm-hmm. made a difference. How can someone get a copy of your book? It's not released yet. It is not released yet, but okay. it will be released May 16th on Amazon. On Amazon. Yes. Okay. And what is the title again? Girls Just Want to Have Funds. <laughs> I like the title. How hard was writing a book? Writing a book was pretty hard. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Time-consuming here yeah, and there through yeah, the years. Yeah. And I took a long time to write it because, and then I just decided, just do it. Yeah. Just put it out. You're the third author we've talked mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. and each time during the interview, I'm inspired, yeah. and I'm like, and I've got my idea. You have I've your even idea. got my topic, you just haven't and done I it. haven't written a word yet. So maybe mm. you're going to be the key. See, just the do inspiration. it. Just do it. Yeah. Just start. That would be a great motto, you this, know. For this a, woman, though, is one of the most organized women I know with yeah. her time. I mean, yeah. you scheduled time. I remember years ago to to get your photo albums. You would spend what an hour here, and you would do your photo right. albums. You were just very. Um, scheduled and organized with your time as well as your money. So I think it helps if you're an organized person, for sure. Hey, we love to ask everybody Mm -hmm. the same ending question. Mm -hmm. How can we pray for you? How can we pray for your family? How can we pray for your... your, your new occupation, not new occupation, but new place of uh, service. Mm-hmm. What could we pray? I think uh, if anyone is praying for me, especially you guys, and I know you do that, um, I would say this. Uh, at first, I, I just want to get this message out to the majority of people. And there's a lot of people out there that I think, uh, I told you that I have that coffee mug on my desk that says, the, due to cutbacks, the light at the end of the tunnel has been shut off. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. what I hope that this book will do is turn that light back on so that people yeah. have hope. Mm. Yeah, And I just want to love people. So if you could just pray for me yeah. that I follow God's will in this yeah. and that I can love people. I can love them the way I want to in my practice now because yeah. it's it's. Yeah. It's personal. It's no mm-hmm. more government red right. tape. Right. And uh, I can love him by taking this message out and getting it to as many people as will listen. Yeah. And getting the book in hands of people that need it and hope to change lives. Yeah. Awesome. And, and we do have a number for your clinic, I yes. believe. What is that number? Okay, here we go. Smart Health and Wellness, 1617. Really easy to remember. So, well, Monica Allen, author of Girls Just Want to Have Funds, Mm -hmm. thank you for uh, your lifetime of Mm -hmm. making a difference. Mm -hmm. And thank you for taking the time to visit with us today. We wish you nothing but the very best. Thanks so much for having me. Okay. (laughs) All right. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. 
Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Here now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free, free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, May 4. Man, what a great interview with Monica Allen. She's a special person. She really is. She's generous. She's kind, um, organized, um, and she is always thinking ahead about what's next. Well, hey, I know I I had multiple people reach out to me and say they were very much looking forward to the show today because they wanted to hear what we had to say about what happened Tuesday night. Right, right. And Tuesday night in our city, Mm -hmm. the Danville City Council, by the slimmest of margins, approved um, an ordinance, Mm -hmm. uh, in essence, declaring Danville a sanctuary city for life. Okay. Uh, You say in essence. Well, uh, it really does not directly outlaw abortion, okay? And we are in an abortion-friendly state of Illinois, but um, it's leaning on the Comstock Act, which is still on the, the federal docket, I guess you would say. It's still a From the 1800s? Federal, yeah, yeah. But it basically prohibits the, the mailing and receiving of abortion drugs for the purpose of abortion. Okay. And, okay. Um, so I, I just, I want to share some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not in town. Right. It was really hard for me. You were with me. Right. Several of us were at a conference and I really had a hard time Tuesday right. night you that I wasn't there. in town, that I wasn't here. This is a first among equals issue for me personally. Right. Right. Uh, and it has been, and I'm pretty transparent. And right. I know there's some people, they don't appreciate it. You know, right. I, I right. had one person say, you talk too much about the issue. Right. That, that's just me. That's what you get with me. Right. But, um, I was, first of all, incredibly proud Mm -hmm. of the seven aldermen and our mayor Mm -hmm. that stood up Mm -hmm. to letters that were threatening them and Mm -hmm. threats of lawsuit, and I believe really listened to the people. There Mm -hmm. were 66 people that addressed the council, Mm -hmm. 49 said, we are for life. We want Danville to be a community Mm -hmm. that values and celebrates and protects life, and we urge you to pass this ordinance. Mm -hmm. 17 spoke against it. Mm -hmm. Several of those were not from this community. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you had a Catholic academy in our Mm -hmm. county Mm -hmm. that had dozens here, Um, young people. It just makes makes my heart happy Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. I see teenagers Uh, declaring that they are the pro-life generation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I was just really proud. I, I had the opportunity to sit with three of our aldermen for a, a long time this weekend, mm-hmm. and I, I know they really wrestled. They really um, absolutely wanted to be ambassadors for life, mm-hmm. but I think they also took very seriously their call as an alderman right. and the fiduciary responsibility. Right. Now, there was an amendment added to the ordinance that said this will not be enforced until a court rules on the legality of the ordinance. Okay? And that could take 
a uh, while. Uh, our I mayor I, said that that won't happen anytime soon, right? more than likely. Right. Now, um, I'm, I'm reading that there are still ACLU is threatened, Planned mm-hmm. Parenthood mm-hmm. is threatened. The Attorney General of Illinois uh, wrote a letter to the mayor and the council yesterday saying that he was thankful that the amendment was included mm-hmm. in the ordinance, mm-hmm. saying that it will not be enforced, but basically threatening them. Don't even think about it in many ways. I just find it interesting that there are so many forces, not from Danville, mm-hmm. not from Vermilion County, mm-hmm. that are rising up trying to do anything they possibly can to say, we want abortion on demand mm-hmm. with no reservation whatsoever. And again, just to be clear, this clinic that wants to come to Danville, it is all about the fact that your state of Indiana is becoming a sanctuary state for life. Right. They they have enacted and they have the right to do that. Um, incredibly restrictive bans on abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can get an abortion in Indiana, but you have to do it very early on in the pregnancy, mm-hmm. uh, unless the mother's life is in danger. But you could still drive to Champaign. Champaign, my hometown, right. is, you know, alive and well when it mm-hmm. comes to abortion. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. I, I was... Uh, <laughs> I was having a lot of anxiety. Yes, Tuesday. you were. And I'm not usually a person that, that stresses a lot. You know, right. Sunday mornings are not times of stress for me. Mm-hmm. Thursday mornings, as we're getting ready to go on the radio, right. are not times of stress for me. Um, I, I was really struggling Tuesday. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure where this was going to go. And I'll say this. I don't know what moves forward. You right. know, right. I know there are people that said they personally are against abortion, but they think this ordinance was a really bad idea because it could put Danville in financial peril mm-hmm. now and, and to what i say we'll see right. you know and there who was the guy from texas that has has helped other M- cities across the country become sanctuary cities and he says that's not necessarily the case of what happened mark lee dixon okay. from east texas right to life okay. also from sanctuary cities mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. i think danville is now the 67th community mm-hmm. to become in essence a sanctuary city mm-hmm. for life and i say in essence because each ordinance is unique mm-hmm. uh, jonathan mitchell who's a lawyer that uh, clerked under the late antonin scalia mm-hmm. has has agreed to represent Danville at no cost. Uh, I was on a conference call with him. Mm-hmm. He sounds incredibly mm-hmm. sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a man after my own heart. Mm-hmm. Both of those guys are. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think our city wisely listened to not just the ACLU, not just the Illinois Attorney General, not Mm -hmm. just the pro-abortion forces, Mm -hmm. but I think they listened to both sides. Mm -hmm. I think there was heated debate. I think that's part of a democracy. I think that's part of a constitutional republic is that you have debates that are taking place. And what you really have right now is you have a state that says, we want to be the abortion capital of America, Mm -hmm. but you have this federal statute that says, not so fast. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a fascinating Mm -hmm. discussion Mm -hmm. that probably will unfold Mm -hmm. saying who's right, what stands, Mm -hmm. where do we go from here? But here's my biggest takeaway. I believe Danville and Vermilion County, the the meeting I was a part of a week ago, the meeting I missed this Tuesday night, Mm -hmm. the overwhelming number of people Mm -hmm. that showed up, Mm -hmm. signed that little card, but wrote their name on the line Mm -hmm. and spoke, Mm -hmm. spoke for life. And that makes my heart happy. Absolutely. It's like this little pocket of hope (laughs) 
in a, yeah. a dark state. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to go get an abortion, there are plenty of places to go get an abortion. But it's like this little pocket, yeah. this little yeah. place. You know, the Bible talks about cities where you could go for refuge, right? Right. right. I, I mean, it, that should not be a bad thing that there is a little pocket of a right. place where you can find if you if you don't want to do that. Right. You, you, you don't have to here. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I love it. Um, you know, yeah. I, I think I even screamed. <laughs> we, we were all in like an Airbnb. What was there? Right. Seven of us, yeah, I think. And yeah. I think five of us yeah. were listening yeah. to the audio. As they voted. Um, I would like to help the city of Danville maybe improve their audio quality <laughs> any way uh, possible. But um, it was great to yeah. be there yeah. and to listen to it. And when Mayor Ricky mm-hmm. voted yes, I mean, I gave out a scream. And, um, and and I know that these are people, they didn't go in flippantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, right. they really wrestled with yes, this and yes, yes. um I, I i shared on my social media mm-hmm. on tuesday mm-hmm. i believe they are here for such a time as this that's, that's right. a book of esther quote right and i think we need courageous yeah. leaders mm-hmm. that are going to say i know it's not going to make the attorney general happy right. I know that lawyer that was bussed down from Chicago is not mm-hmm. going to be happy. Mm-hmm. I know there's even some people in this community right. that are not going right. to be happy. Right. But um, I'm pretty sure God is pro-life. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that we have an incredible opportunity. Mm-hmm. Now, let me say one more thing, and this is preaching. I realize one of the real knocks against the pro-life community is mm-hmm. all you care about is the womb. Mm-hmm. You want to save that baby, and you don't really care about what happens afterwards. I don't think that's true, Mm -hmm. but we need to prove that that is not true. Well, and I've seen from some of my friends on social media, I would say uh, a pastor, a local pastor, he wrote a letter saying, if if you are pregnant and you you don't want this baby, but you don't want an abortion. Call me. Yeah. My wife and I, we have done this and we will do this. There are people. Yeah. There are people who will help. Well, and I would just say I'm on the board for the Women's Care Clinic. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear a commercial every week on Direct Line featuring the Women's Care Clinic. Bean Han, Mm -hmm. one of our sponsors, gives up his airtime because he thinks so much of the Women's Care Clinic. And in the midst of all of this, Mm -hmm. sandwiched in between the the (laughs) council meeting a week ago and the council meeting Tuesday night, was the Celebration for Life, where almost 400 people showed up at Crossroads Christian Church. They heard testimonies. You were there. Give me your takeaway from the celebration for life well the video testimony I, I don't know the lady's name but the one she talked about when she was first pregnant she she just said i didn't know if i wanted to be pregnant right. i right. didn't i didn't have any support right i didn't have any money right and not only did the care or the women's, women's care, care clinic, clinic help her you know choose to keep the pregnancy but they helped her get the scholarship from DAC and now yeah. she's a nurse yeah. I mean she's getting yeah. her nursing degree yeah. and she yeah. says I look now at my 11 year old boy and I can't imagine my life without right. him right. so there are is it hard Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah. are there are there people that can help? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that this can be a little pocket in the state of Illinois. It's well, amazing. And you know, I'm so thankful that my birth mother, yes. who I've never met, right. gave me the gift of life yeah. and then gave me up for adoption. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I hope I meet her at mm-hmm. some point. Probably mm-hmm. not this side of eternity. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine how hard that would be mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to carry this baby mm-hmm. for nine months. Yes. I realize I don't have what it takes right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give a couple, in my case, a couple that could not conceive right. a child. Mm-hmm. I'm 
it, it, it humbles me mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. I think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's a story that is replicated all the time. Right. Um, the gift of adoption continues right. to be given time right. and time again. And you're right. exactly right. I know a dozen people mm-hmm. that if there was an unwanted pregnancy mm-hmm. and the mother said, I will have that baby, but I cannot keep that mm-hmm. baby, they would say, we are here for such a time mm-hmm. as this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, my heart is full. It really is. And yeah. I, I'm just, I'm thankful for the courage mm-hmm. of Christian people yep. to say, um, not in our community. That's right. That's and so right. let's do this. Let's take a break. Okay. Uh, the flo- the show has just flown by, but <laughs> it is Thursday, May the 4th. Greg and Steph, you're listening to Direct Line, and we're going to be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home. With starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI PC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, May the 4th. It's Greg and Steph. We love doing Direct Line. We are so thankful for this opportunity. It blows my mind. We're in year four already, Mm -hmm. but we couldn't do it without some awesome sponsors. And I'll bet you anything, those sponsors are really happy that we had someone like Monica Allen, who goes to our church, wrote this book, Making a Difference in This Community. They are Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral. Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tankwash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Well, hey, there are several things happening yep. uh, at Second Church mm-hmm. this month that I want to just 
highlight this Saturday, we've got an all morning seminar with Dr. Gary Johnson, one of the best preachers, Mm -hmm. teachers I know with Mm -hmm. E2 elders. He's going to be teaching all morning Mm -hmm. long on the topic of heaven. What happens after I die? Yeah. And uh, if I'm a Christ follower, what's that look like? Mm -hmm. He's written a book Mm -hmm. that you can get um, 830 to 1130. Free. It's free to attend. Um, We're in the next gen auditorium, but I'll tell you, we are over the 100 mark, which I think is just awesome. Awesome. So um, I'm not saying you got to get there super early, but I wouldn't Mm -hmm. show up at 831. Right. But all are welcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Use door one. It's going to be a good time Mm -hmm. this Saturday, May 6, 830 to 1130. Tonight is the National Day of Prayer. Mm -hmm. It's at Mm -hmm. Lincoln Park Mm -hmm. at 6 p.m. Pastor Doug Knapp puts it all together, Mm -hmm. but our own Chris Robinson is going to be speaking. Chris is part of a group of people that are praying regularly for revival to come to our community. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're not going to read it on a billboard. You're not going to read about it in the newspaper, but he's going to share a little bit Hmm. about that and invite the people that are gathered to begin praying for revival. We are hosting a mental health Sunday Mm -hmm. at Second Church on Sunday, May 21. Mm -hmm. I actually recorded a panel discussion with Eric Sisney and Amy Cameron from Two Roads and Courtney Watson from Philadelphia Baptist Church last weekend that we will play. Mm -hmm. It's really good. But we're going to be addressing just the issue of mental health, why there's such a stigma attached to that Mm -hmm. with Christians. I don't get that. Mm -hmm. The church should be the most welcoming place of all. Mm -hmm. And I'll echo what a pastor told me a couple years ago. He said, Greg, it would be safer for me to disclose to my church that I'm an alcoholic or a heroin addict Mm -hmm. than to say I'm having a mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. And that just should not be. Absolutely should not be. Last thing, one of my mentors in life is Dr. Tom Ewald. His son, Eric's one of my very best friends, was my roommate in Bible college. Dr. Tom is probably 82, 83 maybe. He wrote a book called Judas and the Criminal Mind. Speaking Hmm. of Judas Iscariot, he really looks at Judas and what we can learn from Hmm. this tragic, tragic character of Scripture. He's going to be with us for two Sunday mornings, May 14 and May 21 at 920 Hmm, in Tracy Thomas's class. What's it called? Uh, Level Up, I think. Level Up, I think. So he's going to be teaching there. Awesome. Uh, Man, I love Dr. Ewald. He's as good as it gets. So you're going to like pre-record a sermon so you can go to this class? On May 21, (laughs) I'm not... You're preaching not preaching. That day. Okay. Right. I have no responsibilities awesome. in the service. So, so I will, I'm teaching for Dale at 8 and 9 20, but I'm going to go listen at 10 gotcha. 45. And I'm hoping that we can record Dr. Ewald, at least nice. for us okay. in the house. Gotcha. But if you have had any connection at all with Lincoln Christian College, Lincoln Christian mm-hmm. University, you will know that name. Hmm. And it would be well worth your time to come out at 9 20 a.m. on May 14 and May 21. Cool. Let's talk about Philo. First in, last out. Okay. So tell our well, a few awesome ago. audience what it's all about. A few months ago, I think I did a whole show with our tech guys, Ben Smith and Daryl um, Paddock and Tobin Hess, talking about um, you know all these production people that make church happen on a Sunday yeah. morning and how we can't do it anymore without them because of technology these days. And so this is a conference that uh, is geared toward those those kind of people, the first in and the last out people, yeah. those tech people that are yeah. the first in the, the building on Sunday morning and they're often the last out. And so it's a time for those guys to get to worship where they don't have to deal with anything tech. They don't have to worry about a microphone or a computer working or not working. It's one of my favorite things to get to go to. I have no idea what they're talking about most of the time because I don't understand those technological terms. But I love being with my tech guys. I love 
them getting a chance to connect with God and worship in a way that they don't normally get to. And I'm so glad that you came with us because yeah. almost every year at this conference, they ask how many senior ministers are at, are here, and there's hardly there's like three or four. Yeah, there's such a disconnect between the tech guys, yeah, people that are in production, and the people on the stage sometimes. Yeah, even the worship leader. That's why I go because there's such a disconnect sometimes. Yeah. But thank you for coming. It means a world to me. It meant the world to our tech guys yeah. that you came along. Tell, you tell me well, what you thought of Philo. Yeah, I, I Did you understand you, anything? Well, here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. I bailed on you guys last fall. You invited me to right. a different thing. I right. can't remember what it was called, right. but I just I couldn't make it happen. Right. And I've really felt guilt since then just because I hate backing out. <laughs> we didn't out. mean to make you feel no, guilty. No, 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 you didn't. And it <laughs> yeah. was my own doing. I, I committed to do it without looking at my calendar. <laughs> and it was just a mistake. We we were just starting that right. group sermon series, yeah, and I yeah, had yeah, stuff yeah. planned. And yeah. so I've kind of lived with that. And Ben Smith, Ben <laughs> Smith and I are going to hike a mountain together this okay. summer. Okay. So we've been spending time together, and um, and I just love Ben. I mm-hmm. love Daryl. Those guys are just so awesome. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Ben said, hey, I really want you to go. Mm-hmm. You said, really mm-hmm. want you to go. So I agreed to do it. Mm-hmm. But I, again, started really feeling mm-hmm. guilt because I wasn't going to be at the city council meeting. I right. haven't told you this, but I actually got uh, – uh, a message from a church member yesterday, just how very disappointed they mm-hmm. were that I wasn't oh. at the city council meeting and nobody from second was there. And well, I mean, whatever, you know, I need to just let that stuff roll. But, um, it was such a blessing. Mm-hmm. I, I made the right decision. Mm-hmm. I was so glad that mm-hmm. I was there. And I'll tell you, there were four main session speakers. Mm-hmm. And the first one was good. He's actually, what, the owner of Philo or director or yeah, whatever? Yeah, he's founder. a tech guy. Yeah, yeah. He's not a preacher. <laughs> it was good. Okay. Right. But but I, I really didn't right. necessarily resonate. Right. Sessions two, three, and four mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. as good of a sermon mm-hmm. as you're going to hear at any conference mm-hmm. that you go to. Yeah. And session four, what's the gal's name? Megan Marchman. Marshman? Oh, man. Megan Dude. Marshman. Rarely do I have that Holy Spirit moment mm-hmm. where I'm there mm-hmm. and I feel like God is directly speaking mm-hmm. to me through mm-hmm. that person. Mm-hmm. Man, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. She went through Nancy Beach. Some people will know that name. Right. Nancy Beach was a teaching pastor at Willow Creek. Mm-hmm. She was kind of at the center of the whole Bill Hybel scandal right. a couple of years ago. Right. And so some people love her. Some people don't love her. Right. But um, she had come up with this idea that if you're in ministry, you're mm-hmm. probably in one of four seasons. Mm-hmm. You're in fall, summer and fall, Mm -hmm. change is happening. Mm -hmm. You're in winter, life just stinks. Mm -hmm. You're in spring, God's doing something new, Mm -hmm. or you're in summer and you know, you're just loving life. Mm -hmm. You're on the beach. And one of the things that she said was she was, she's been through her husband really, died. Her husband died Two at 36 ago. of yeah. a heart attack. Yeah. So she's, she's been through the storms of life. Right. And the thing she said that really hit me is she said, you know, I think I was in summer for about seven years and didn't even realize mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Boom. You know, yeah. just upside the head. Yeah. Just smacked me. And um, why don't you talk for a while? Well, we're both going to be crying. Yeah. You, you're talking about how it hit you because sometimes you, you look at things around you and think you get focused on the negative. And you don't realize yeah. really how good things are. And God is well, so good to us. And I think that's a that's a tactic of Satan, yeah. at least in my life, yeah. to live the ca- the cup half empty yeah. life. Yeah. And yeah. And we have much to be thankful for, don't we? Yeah. We serve in a good church. Amen. We really Amen. do. So with good I people. was really glad yeah. that I went. I yeah. mean, I can barely turn on a microphone. I mean, that's the kind of person that I am. <laughs> You're no so tech savvy guy, the, huh? The workshops, yeah. man, just forget about it, right. you know? Right. Um, although I, I did even take some things away from there, but right. um, it was just good to yeah. get away. I got to eat some jambalaya on the way up, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, it bit back all night long, but that's another story. <laughs> but it was just yeah. good to be with guys like 
Daryl Paddock, mm-hmm. Ben Smith, Ben Frost, Tobin Hess, yeah. Charlie Jeffers, yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, it was a great time. Well, we so. appreciate you going. It makes a world of difference when your senior pastor says, I'll go on a van with you and yeah. I'll spend two nights in an Airbnb with you and yeah. and build into your life. So yeah. thank you for doing it. Well, good it, stuff. Yeah. And I'm glad it ministered yeah. to you too. So, hey, um, <laughs> thanks for listening to Direct Line. Yeah. I'm really excited about next week's show. Pastor Ryan Harris <gasps> is going to be with us mm-hmm. and he's part of the assembly here in town. They just changed their name to Hope Unlimited. Right. He's going to tell us all about it. Ryan has so much enthusiasm for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so on mm-hmm. behalf of Stephanie Spangler and Garrett, the sound guy, <laughs> thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll catch up with you next week.